0: Grab a 6 sit back, to prepare to laugh. It's John Dashertz podcast, 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 podcast. Grab a 6 packs, sit back, to prepare to laugh. It's John Dashertz podcast, podcast, Grab a 6 packs, sit back, to It's John podcast, 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 6 sit back, prepare to laugh. It's John Dashertz podcast, podcast back to the back the back the back the back and back the back the back back the back back the back prepare to It's <sighs> podcast, 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 back to prepare to It's the podcast podcast podcast. back to prepare the laugh. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode two hundred and twenty nine of the drunk dash podcast. I'm your host as always, Tyler, and joining me we have the man, the myth, the legend himself. Sir, Colonel Gables, what's up, buddy?
1: I'm alright, Tyler. Gotta tell you, though, busy week, got a lot of uh, little things done, got some yard work done today, so I'm feeling pretty good. Nice. And other than that, though, I've actually played some different games, <laughs> <laughs> so that's been pretty much of a good ride right then and there. How yeah. have you been, Tyler?
0: Oh, man, I'm doing alright, you know, clanging and banging, same as always. Uh, no, i doing okay. It was, it was our, like our last week at work before it gets crazy. So, enjoyed that kind of slow period. Enjoying my uh, Saturdays um, while they're free. Um, but other than that, doing okay. Put, same as you. Playing a lot of games. Uh, watching a lot of football. A lot of football. Um, you know, NFL started last week, so that's always cool. Um, yeah. But, oh, Justin's not going to be here this week. She mentioned off the top. Uh, I actually remembered for once. Um, he's not here this week, unfortunately. Well, not, not unfortunately. Fortunately, uh, he had a daughter, uh, around this time last year and, um, uh, they're celebrating her, uh, one year birthday today. So that's why he's not here this week. So family, that's a big deal. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I did take my dog to uh Petsmart and spend a hundred dollars on him on his second birthday. So what do I know? Um, anyways, uh, Life goals. You no, know? whatever. I don't fucking know what I'm talking about anymore. Um, uh, we just got done with the fantasy football draft. That was pretty fun. I'm yeah, six fantasy football league this year. Um,
1: uh, <laughs> by comparison, well, I'm like only in one because I started it. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: yeah. So you're a lot smarter than I am. You're a lot smarter than I am. Uh, then I'm also in like a thing at work on top of the two leagues. I'm in at work where we, we put five bucks in the pot and pick games every week. I finished third last week. Um, so didn't get any money, which sucks. Ah. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's so one hundred fifty dollars in every every week. You get first, you get one hundred forty. Second, second, you get ten. Anything after that, you get nothing. But you know, whatever. It's all good. It's fun. It's five bucks. I'm out. Oh shit. I don't know. I'm just kind of rambling now anymore. I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, this is a video game show where we talk about video games. So why don't we go ahead and jump <laughs> on into that? Actually, I want, I want to talk about the top here. It's uh, I'm still drinking October Fest. It's not even October yet. I've already been drinking Octoberfest for a month. This is amazing. I'm <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest time in the, in the of the year, right here. Oh man, I'm just really happy about Oktoberfest. Uh, I've already had a few, uh, if you haven't noticed. But like I said, video game podcast, so we're gonna talk about video games. Uh, we're gonna jump to the news first. You okay with that? I'm good with it. All right, cool. Because there is a lot of news. I'm gonna say this again. I feel like I say this almost every week. Um, it's it's a Nintendo heavy week. <laughs> um, but it seems like a Nintendo heavy week, right? Yeah, but it's become a Nintendo heavy year. You know, they had like the whole re- announcement thing in January, then they released the console in March. That's a little bit of... That's kind, that's kind of a thing, in our, you know, for video games. Yeah. Uh, release and it seems like, a game every month. Uh, then they t- talk about new games they're making every month. They killed it with E3. The SNES Classic debacle. Not all good, you know. Uh, and now we got some stuff this week. They had a Direct this week, and then a couple other news about the... the the S and E S E S Classic, which we'll get to a little later. Um, so i want to jump to first some something I always look forward to, and I really look forward to, but I always like to read and read about when uh when it happens. It's it's the NPD uh, reports. Yep. Um, they come out, you know, obviously every month. They talk about um, sales of games and they give you a top ten list, and tell you how the consoles did, uh, some news and notes. And I always find them interesting. I don't know. We never talk. We we rarely talk about it on the show, um, but I figured maybe try doing that here and there. Uh, try to do it every month, maybe, but you know, whatever, if we're busy, other things going on, whatever. Um, but kind of an interesting month, uh, I thought. Uh, so the Switch outsold the PS4 and Xbox One. This is actually the highest-selling month for the Switch That's um, since cool. it released. Yeah, um, which I'm maybe not too surprising with. with uh, It seems like I'm seeing on Twitter constantly about how, um, like, Switch is available at Walmart, or available at Target, or you're seeing things about Toys R Us is going to get Switches on Tuesday, things like that. Um and then there's bundles. I always see bundles out there and stuff, too. You can get, like, overpriced bundles, but they're out there. Um, yeah, I can, so. attest,
1: I can attest to this, too. You know, I went to my uh, Walmart today, and uh, a week ago, they actually got in a few more Switches, and there's, like, five in all. Like, wow. two Splatoon 2 bundles and, like, three of the regular ones. Came back a week later and stuff like that. They're still there. So, wow. Yeah, I know, right? That's so it's crazy. It's actually managed to, so like, it's actually managed to be a longevity type of thing. And this is like what the second week of September and stuff. Yeah. I could not hardly find a Switch in that store since launch. And it took it like what well, how many months is that? April 6. Yeah, quite essentially like nearly 6 months.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um I uh I don't know if I I think I said on the show last week, but when I went and picked up Destiny 2 uh, last Friday, I actually saw a single Switch at GameStop. That was the first time I've ever seen one in the wild before, wow! Uh, and I'm like, I was like, I was like, is that, is that a display box or is that a real switch? He's like, no, it's a real switch. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, do you want it? I'm like, no, I got one at launch, but <laughs> I've just never seen one before. And uh, he's like, well, you don't want it? I'm like, well, no, no. no I <laughs> one. He's like, well, you could you could sell on eBay, and make money. I'm like, no, uh, no, that's okay. <laughs> you know, fuck like that. I don't. I was thinking about buying it, and then like. Putting it on like talking ship or something like that, and seeing like, hey, somebody want it, just give me the money for the shipping and the, the thing. I won't make a mu- I won't make a dime off of it. But here you go. And I was thinking about doing something like that, but I'm like, eh, it's okay. Um, Don't deal, deal with the hassle and all that, and rack up more credit card bills. Um yeah, that was kind of cool. Uh, so that's the kind of thing going on right now. Not not. I mean, it's kind of one of those things. It's like a, a no win situation for Nintendo, where it's like, uh, if if they weren't winning they've won i think they think they've led for the six months now they've been out i guess yeah six months it's been out on npd's um and it's one of those situations where if it wasn't it's like oh shit that ain't good and if it is like well it should it's a new console so it's it's kind of a no win where it's it should be um i mean the first first little bit there it didn't because it was hard to find yeah. but um that's good news that, that that really is good news the fact that it's still selling really well um I'm curious to see um, where it's gonna be at when we get the uh the quarter that quarter two um reports, uh in I think the first week of October. So we should be getting that then and find out where they are sales wise. But St. August is the highest selling, so it should be that should be pretty good. Um some other interesting stuff. So they have a, they give you the top ten um highest selling games uh every month. Um so I'm going to run through them real quick. Number 10 at Overwatch. But actually, with Overwatch, it's the number 10. But they don't have digital sales numbers. So the rest, 1 through 9, have are, include digital and physical sales. Yeah. Uh, Overwatch is number 10 with, with just physical sales. So that's huh. impressive. Uh, over a year later, came out in I think, May of last year. So Yeah, it did. Impressive. Um, 9, Crash Bandicoot, Insane Trilogy. Still out there. Still selling really well for being a, a PS4-only uh, game right now. Yeah, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered 8 makes sense Call of Duty Mario Kart 8 for the Switch Uh, number 7 number 6 Rainbow Six Siege Uh, number 5 Zelda Breath of the Wild Uh, 4 Splatoon 2 3 Uncharted The Lost Legacy number 2 with a really big surprise to me uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 and number 1 Madden 18 which it's Madden makes sense Uh, it's one of the highest selling games of the year
1: well, here's something that's really surprising to me is like uh, that ghost re- that the freaking Ghost Recon Wildlands is not even in anywhere near the top ten.
0: Um, yeah, actually, uh, what's it's one of the first months that hasn't been in the top ten. Uh, that's crazy to me. Um, it was in top ten sales wise for the Xbox and the PS4, but uh, you know, with I, I'm assuming Switch games knocked it out um, of that because I think there was what one, two, three Switch games in the top ten. Yeah. Um. So, makes sense, but I think it is um, it is the highest selling game of the year so far um, for 2017 games. That uh, does
1: not surprise me one bit.
0: No, and 6th overall for sales in the last 12 months. So, uh, yeah, not too surprising. I mean, surprising it's not in the top 10, but when you, when you think about the Switch games with the Switch being the highest selling console uh, so far in the last 6 months, makes sense. Especially when Splatoon 2, Breath of the Wild, and Mario Kart 8 have all come out. Oh, the Deluxe have all come out since Wildlands. So, um, oh, yeah. This so, was interesting. Uh, I mean, some other interesting things to me about this is they talk about uh, the sales figures for Uncharted Lost Legacy. So, something someone talked about a few weeks ago is that um, the Lost Legacy was actually – it came with a season pass. Well, it, it, you got it for free if you bought the season pass for Uncharted 4. Uh, a lot of people didn't know that. They didn't advertise it. Um, really, they actually pulled the season pass once they announced Lost Legacy – Um, so that's why a lot of people obviously don't know about it. Um, so that it's at number three this month, but that does not include the people that got with the season pass. That's just actual standalone purchases of the game. So not, not saying we're maybe jumped mad. I would definitely want to jump Madden 18 or probably not GTA five, but still impressive. I'm happy to hear that doing well. Maybe we'll get some more spinoffs of, uh, things like this, more uncharted spinoff game, maybe some last of us spinoff games. Um, but really impressive. But the thing I think, like I said, the most shocking is that uh, GTA Five has been out for four, four years tomorrow as of this recording. So when this show should come out Sunday, the 17th, um, that would be the four-year anniversary of uh, GTA Five coming out. Yeah. Uh, and that game is number two for, uh, for games sold, or for sold in uh, August of this, of this year. Uh, it's number four overall in the last 12 months. Number three in sales this year. Um, only behind Wildlands number one, Breath of Wild number two. Uh, Breath of Wild being on Wii U and, which I'm sure wasn't much, and Switch. Uh, but some really cool thing they came out, and the NPD come out and say is, um, out of the four, out of the uh, 41 of the, of the 48 months it's been available on the NPDs, it, um, it's, it's been on the NPDs in the top 10, 41 of the 48 months uh, since it's released. Uh, that's 16 times more since NPDs started doing tracking on this uh, than any other game. Uh, and it's officially the all-time best-selling game by both revenue and units sold across all the platforms and the consoles and the portable and digital packaging, everything. So it's not only um, the highest grossing game of all time, it's actually now being considered the highest selling game of all time. Uh, and there's... You know, yeah, that's it's extremely impressive. That game is still making, on top of sales alone, I mean, it came out, I think, in the last uh, Rockstar or 2K came out in the last uh, uh, fiscal report. And talked about how it still was making uh, tens of millions of dollars, and just and not just revenue, but profits every month uh, for the because of the online. So the is still killing it. Uh, so I, I mean, this is all stuff I just for me, I just always found interesting. But I think it's just kind of it's just kind of interesting to see all these games come out here. And uh, you would think where there's it's, there people, it's been like the craziest um, first eight months of the year uh, of a year in gaming maybe ever. Uh, and GTA five is still number is number two this month. Uh, you look at Rainbow Six Siege came out in I think November 2015 and it's number six this month or last month. Uh, call of Duty Modern Warfare uh, came out or call I'm sorry, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare, Warfare Remastered. Uh, came out last year with uh, Infinite Warfare, but uh, did get re-released back in June. So that kind of makes sense. But you look at a game like Overwatch, at number 10, still still hanging on there. Um, and that came out last May, like I said. So you I got think... well, Go yeah.
1: Well, anyway, it's like uh, I think part of it has to be partially due because I think this is one of the first years where this game's been out where it's uh, gotten legitimate price drop in terms of like say forty dollars here, thirty dollars there, consistently, and that's probably yeah. why MPD stuff is uh, really high upon Grand Theft Auto Five at the moment. Yeah, it would make sense, but. At the same time, though, i got to admit, it is really impressive that a game that has released, basically right before this new current systems and stuff launched even, is still not only making millions of dollars, but is also just flourishing in the span of, like, whatever big content and stuff that's coming out. I mean, you're just listening to examples of games that have come out since then, just this year, with Breath of the Wild, with Wildlands, with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and stuff. It's all these... All these fantastic games and stuff, but as we've seen time and time again, whenever Rockstar releases a good GTA game, just any major GTA game, that game lasts for years. Literally, yeah. they sell, historically, each entry inside GTA, since 3, have stayed inside of the top 10 for MPT things, sometimes years at a time.
0: Yeah. And it's just crazy, though, in a time where we're seeing more games than ever, that one's still... Hanging out there, like I said, there's three games from uh, a year, some one game, two games from last year, one game from 2015, and I, I actually know GTA 5 is from four years ago. Um, and then you got two remasters in Call of Duty and Crash Bandicoot, uh, Crash Bandicoot being a PS4 exclusive right now. So extremely impressive. I'm, I'm curious to see. We got a lot of stuff coming out this month. I next in uh, September, I imagine Destiny 2 was going to be a runaway success. It actually did hit. Um, I think they had like last weekend. They had like at one point, uh, like 1.4 million concurrent users going yep. across the Xbox and PS4. Um, so that's really impressive. That means at one time that many people were playing the game. Uh, so extremely impressive. Uh, I think it actually um it doesn't beat um PUBG's new record. I think they're at, like 1.3. They just broke uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, concurrent wow. users, but that's only on Steam. That's a small thirty dollar game. Uh, so that's, you know, that's very impressive for that game. But um, anyways, uh, I want to move on. I want to touch on something really quick. Uh, kind of a cool thing for a game that came out uh, at the beginning of the year. I think it's kind of, it, it got rave reviews. Everybody's loved, everybody loved it that I've heard talk about it. Um, but I think it's kind of... A lot of people have forgotten that game. One may, came out this year and two that maybe this game actually exists because it's been, like I said, it's been a crazy year for gaming. But Resident Evil yes. 7 um, is going to get a not really a re-release, but it's getting uh, uh, like a, basically a Game of the Year edition almost uh, coming. Yeah, uh, no, it's not really. It's not be, being called a, a Game of the Year edition, they, but they had they they released. It's called a Gold Edition. Uh, they did the same thing with Resident Evil <laughs> five years ago when they re-release. They uh, released it like a year or two later. They came with all the DLC. Oh, they're yeah. Doing this, yeah, so they're doing the same thing. It makes sense because January, like I said, a lot of shit's coming out since then. Uh, kind of get it back in your mind that the thing existed and also right for the holidays get a nice little bump um but resident evil 7 gold edition is coming out on december 12th it's gonna be 50 bucks uh i think the season pass is 25 to 30 um and i think the game like the game is like 40 bucks still singular so not really a bad deal especially you know in december um but anyways uh it's on the same day actually two DLCs um are gonna drop for the Fresno 7 one is called end of Zoe it takes place after the main game and deals with uh Zoe she's one of the characters from the game I haven't finished it uh, but she's one of the characters in the game that's going to finish off her story and that's 15 it's going to come with the gold edition or if you um you can buy it for 15 bucks separately or it's going to be free if you own the season pass uh so Justin uh, I think you have the season pass so there you go there's some more stuff coming out and also there's now DLC dropping for it on that day, called Not a Hero. It was mm-hmm. supposed to come out this past July, but it got delayed, because they said it wasn't meeting standards of what that, how the praise of that game got when it, when it released. And this one, actually, you play as um, Chris Redfield um, from you know, the, the regular series. Okay. I don't know. So, it's going to be free, and it's come out on December 12th as well. Um, and, so that's kind of cool. It's kind of going to be a, December 12th going to be a big day for Resident Evil 7. Um, and I'm I hope, I hope this does well because um, I was actually doing some reading about this. Uh, it's actually currently Resident Evil Seven is tenth in uh, as far as sales for games that released in 2017, um, but it did not meet expectations. I think I guess Capcom was expect was wanting four million uh, units sold. It's currently sitting a little over three and a half, so close. Um, but it's it's made its money back. It's been it's a profitable game, but it's not reaching the um, the expectations that 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 Capcom wanted. Um, it actually is I thought I was reading uh, I thought it was kind of interesting it is actually uh, the first week Resident Evil 7 came out was the third um, highest selling Resident Evil game of all time followed huh. only by Resident Evil 5 and Resident Evil 6 uh, <laughs> so unfortunately it's one it's one of those cases then that they talk about like when, a, when a, like a, a game series is going down it's never the game that's bad that does, sells poorly it's the game after like look at like Assassin's Creed where Unity was a piece of trash. Yeah. Uh, it was broken, and it just wasn't a good game in general. Um, and that game sold really well. But then the one after, um, I can't remember it's called. I was for the name Syndicate. of it. Syndicate. Thank you. You always remind me. I don't know why. I'm the one that beat the damn game, and you didn't play it. But you always remind me the name. I don't want to say that. But anyways, um, that game Syndicate sold very poorly. For I mean, well, for any other game, but poorly for uh, Assassin's Creed and for Ubisoft. Uh, and that was a far superior game um, as far as the Assassin's Creed games go. Um, especially over uh, Unity. So it's I think it's one of those cases where maybe it was a complete change in direction. People didn't know for sure if this game was going to be good and also uh, paying for the sins of that is Resident Evil 6 and for some people Resident Evil 5. I know a lot of people like Justin didn't really care for it and he loves Resident Evil games. Uh, but you guys got, you got people like Jake that played that game like 20 fucking times when it came out on uh, uh, Xbox One and PS4 last year. He actually bought two copies of it. Um, and surprisingly, yep. actually, Resident Evil Six and Five have sold over a million copies on the new consoles. So that's fucking crazy. That is. Uh, uh, I thought I, I want to shame those people, but then I realized I bought Resident Evil Six when it was on Sue and PS4, so <laughs> I'm kind of a bad person for that. Um, I deserve. Of course, that's be partially.
1: That. Of course, that's partially my fault too. <laughs> that's true. Because
0: you told me you play with me, so I got excited and I I uh, <laughs> I uh, preed a little bit and uh, bought it. Early and then we just didn't play it, so that's fine. I don't know if I want to suffer for it. Maybe the, for my sins, I should play it for Extra Life. I don't know. Yeah, don't we know should. uh Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or maybe we could just we could just play Odyssey instead and be happier.
1: Yeah, that would uh, be an awesome. Thing. Or that sh- does totally come out before Extra Life, doesn't it?
0: Yes, we have the week before. Like, yeah, like I think we should just make Extra Life like uh, seventy-two hours this year. And I still don't know if there'd be enough time for all the games to come out right before that. Um, I don't think so. Maybe, probably not probably not i, I could probably get halfway through one of those games at that time um but anyways i just kind of want to mention that i hope uh have you did you play resident 7 I, I can't remember
1: no i didn't oh okay are you, uh,
0: so are you just like are you not interested in the game or are you like just other things came up
1: other things came up pretty much hmm. that's just how it is like whenever like big games come out like for say if i really wanted to play like a specific game i'll buy it though but uh it's just the fact there are plenty of games I do want to play, just don't have enough time to do it.
0: Understandable. Yeah, know where you're at right now. Um, but next up, this is something we talked about a uh, I want to say a few episodes ago. Uh, but there was r- rumors, uh, there was like r- ratings coming out for uh, like dude, like uh, not like r- review ratings, but like ratings as far as like E for Everyone, Teen, whatever. Um, ESRB uh, for Okami in like weird you know small countries and other countries. Um, so it actually has been officially announced that Okami is coming to PS4, PC and Xbox one, no switch, unfortunately. Um, but it's come out digitally and physically. It's going to be 20 bucks. It's going to be out December 12th, December 12th is looking like a big day now for Resident Evil seven and that. Um, and also it's going to work, uh, in 4k on the PS4 pro on PC and Xbox one X. Oh, um, so kind of a cool thing we talked about a little bit. Um, like I said, uh, when they, when the rumors first were coming out about a month ago, uh, this is one of those, those rare games from uh, the PS2 generation, and even, uh, to a certain extent, ps 3 generation, where uh, it's one of those games I wanted to play, I just never got around.
1: Yeah? Yeah, that's basically what it is, pretty much. I mean, it was a cult classic on the PS2, it got re-released on the PS3. And the Wii. And the Wii as well. I got both versions, to be perfectly honest with oh, you. Oh, wow. And I still haven't finished the game, so this is going to be interesting. <laughs> I may just pick it up just cause, you know? Just because yeah. it's not only coming to current consoles, and it's going to be in full HD as it is, and uh oh, who knows? Well, just who knows? Maybe I'll have time for it.
0: Yeah, this December's kind of a slow month for releases, so if we're not catch up on our backlog, it might be fun to jump into that. Um uh, 20 bucks. Uh I said, it's one of those games for a decade, it's one of those games like, ah, damn, I should have played that game. Uh, so I'm happy I can you know, uh, that I got a chance to jump into it now. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. But uh, next up, now we're going to get into the Nintendo part of the show. So, the rest of the show, news-wise, is going to be Nintendo-related. And even actually, when we get to the gaming part, it's going to be Nintendo-related. So, uh, prepared uh, prepared for that. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of uh, gaming stuff, or Nintendo stuff. Uh, so, first off, um, Nintendo came out. Uh, Reggie came out, uh, like, last week or a few days ago before this and said, that don't buy the uh, uh, the. Uh, SNES uh, Mini or Classic uh, orders on eBay. Don't pay scalpers. And then, like, okay, that's weird. Well, we're we really given a choice, whatever. Blah blah blah. So it came out. Nintendo did announce that uh, they're going to actually stock the SNES Classic and make the thing uh, well into uh, into 2018. Um, originally, it was just going to be until the end of the year, until about the holiday season. Um, if it made it that long, uh, so. That's a cool thing. And on top of that, they announced they're going to be back the NES Classic sometime next summer in 2018. Uh, no other talk or date. Thanks but that. Justin mentioned a couple weeks ago that the NES Classic sold about 1500000 million. Uh, doesn't feel like it. I, I swear that Justin and Troy have uh, half of the uh, world's population of those things. Um, <laughs> if you go by the internet. Um, but yeah. So that's cool. I'm, I'm glad there, there's... I... It, it's one of those things where you got to prove it to me, Nintendo. Like, sh- like you got to prove, like you have set a, uh, a standard and it's not a very good standard about these kind of things, about stocks and everything, uh, stocking things people want. Um, uh, but this is good news. This is positive news. And I hope not only like, Hey, we're going to make, you know, a handful more. Um, like this is going to be a thing where like, this thing is going to be somewhat easy to, somewhat easy to buy. We're not the, uh, Spend 24-7 on Twitter looking at Wario64's uh, Twitter account waiting for the thing to pop up to buy sure. um, or having 16 different uh, email me uh, things set up on Twi- Target and Amazon and shit like that to let me know when it's in stock. Um, and same with NES Classic. you know, uh, They fumbled the message on that uh, quite a bit. Um, so I'm glad that they're bringing that back. Hopefully it's the same thing with that. You know, uh, You want both. Uh, you you unfortunately were not able to get any, either one of them. So this is good news for, I think, for you especially, and for uh, hopefully everybody involved.
1: Yes. Yes, indeed. I mean, it's pretty positive that they went through and addressed uh, some of the issues here. Like, yeah, coming on and just saying, that, okay, hey, don't buy any of the stuff from eBay and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a step in the right direction right there. But uh, at the same point and stuff with the Super Nintendo Classic Edition, it's like, I... Really don't believe them per se it's more of a wait-and-see approach for what happens because any company just go on just and say it's like oh yeah there'll be plenty of product at launch and all of a sudden it's like only like maybe two copies at a specific store or three kind of the same like the nes stuff last year i think it's kind of comical that that uh, some of the nes classic stuff is going to be coming out like during the summer of 2018 only because this is pretty much like a scrambling mode for nintendo it's like oh oh we really dropped the ball with this goddamn thing um (laughs) yeah we'll, we'll, yeah we'll release some more of those in 2018 and then like just it's sort of like a going back on what they did originally when they announced the super nintendo classic where it was like okay we're just gonna produce some by the end of the year and then enough people online and even like some of their major customers that have bought their games just raising up like things like you know, you're not pulling the shame shit twice twice on us and stuff right here, so it's like... In a way, I am happy that they are at least addressing the issues, claiming to release more copies of the Super Nintendo Classic well into 2018 for both the Super Nintendo and NES Classics. At the same time and stuff, it's like, I want to believe them, but I know those things are going to be hot sellers, and I know there's going to be times during the month and stuff where people are just going to go absolutely ape shit and just buy up stockpile them anyway because that's what scalpers do <laughs> <laughs> so you know what overall it is a positive thing they've addressed their changes and you know what i cannot say anything else besides i hope it's true
0: yeah um like i said they've set a standard it's not a good standard uh nintendo i mean they they been playing this game for a long time about keeping stock low, keep the conversation going. And I feel like this time, like, it's really backfired on them more than, more than now than maybe ever. Uh, where, hey, people are still talking about the NES Classic and the SNES Classic, but it's not good talk. People are pissed. Um, and maybe it finally got through to them. Or maybe this was the plan all along. Is like, hey, we're going to be crazy. We're going to do the SNES Classic now. But we're going to, you know, when people are going to go crazy over the pre-orders and crazy about this and talking about this. And then we're going to like, we're going to come in at the last second, and, like, we're going to, like, hey, like, we're going to do a lot more, you know? Like, maybe that was playing all along. I don't know. Uh, or maybe they it was just kind of, like, they, they finally understood the message, uh, got through their heads that, like, people are not happy right now uh, about about this. And, like, hey, we can make a lot more money off this if if we stock this thing appropriately. Um, so, yeah, it's one of those things where you got to prove it to me, Nintendo, that we're, they're really serious about this, and it's not just... Uh, you know more bullshit, um, but moving on to the last topic, Nintendo, last topic, and last Nintendo topic. Uh, they had a direct, uh, I think, was it Wednesday? And yes. uh, a lot of stuff came out. This is a surprising, I think, a um, there's they have what maybe a half dozen or more, maybe eight or so a year, and usually a few of them are just kind of like little tiny news or game specific ones where not a lot of stuff comes out of it. Um, this one was a pretty big one. It yeah. um mostly talked about stuff coming out the rest of the year, but they dabbled a little bit in twenty eighteen. Uh so I'm gonna run through I didn't I wrote down everything that they talked about and I do that with most of them, but it like usually ends up we only talk about like the handful of big stuff and we just kinda ignore the rest of it. So mm-hmm. I kinda just narrowed down a little bit to the bigger things. And there's still quite a bit so quite a big quite a bit of big stuff still I think for this. But uh I'm just gonna run through everything real quick and we'll discuss kind of the, the big things that stuck out to us. But uh Start off with a uh, trailer for Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon. Uh, got some new de- details on the game about being in new areas, uh, how it's gonna be different the way you get your Pokemon in the beginning, and also they announced some new Pokemon that are gonna be exclusive for each each version. Um, then we got uh, they they announced they're re-releasing uh, Mario Luigi Superstar Saga. I think it was a Game Boy Advance game. Yes, uh, it was. Okay, wow, wow, I remember that one. Yay! Uh, for 3DS, and it's coming out October 6th, so that's coming out in just a few weeks. So wow. I mean, I, the thing was never even announced, and now it's gonna be out in a few weeks. Uh, next up, uh, Nintendo decided to copy off uh, the, the fame of PUBG and make a, a Kirby Battle Royale. Um, you're going to drop 100 Kirbys onto an island, and the last one survives wins. Uh no, but that'd be amazing if they did. That. Uh, uh, you almost sorry. got me. there like, "What?" <laughs> that'd be so awesome. I kind of want some of the mod PUBG now. I'd play that game if they they modded it and make just like Kirby or like a Smash. Instead so of
1: having guns, it's like Kirby abilities. Just yeah, it's a oh. continual. It's a continual endless suck.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. Oh man, <laughs> that's my dream life. A continuous endless suck. Um, that is my life. C- continuously endless suck. Um, <laughs> Some people to win, some people to lose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, no, it's really uh god damn, that game sounds amazing. But like <laughs> you defeat your inib- enemies by like sucking them up and like taking their abilities and you just stack the abilities. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Let's make that game. Uh, oh, god damn it. I'm, I'm making you money, Nintendo. Again, take my ideas, please. Um, Kirby Battle Royale is uh, Royals, actually Battle Royals. Uh, not related to the the great song uh, by Lord, uh, just Royals. Um, but it's out January nineteenth. I'm on. rambling now. Uh, out January nineteenth. Uh, it's gonna be a four player minigame, game, uh, kind of like uh, mini games, uh, things like that. Really, there's a bunch of them in there. I'm not sure if they're like short ones, like like the Mario Party type or what. But then there's also gonna be a story mode involved as well. Uh, so it looks pretty cool. Is that, the, is that the that's the Switch one, isn't it?
1: The Battle Royale one. I. I think it's the, the
0: 3ds one. one honestly, is that the 3ds one. There's a Switch one and a 3ds one. I can't remember which one now it is. I think Fuck.
1: the Battle Royale one is on the 3ds. Now I think about it.
0: Yeah, it's on the 3ds. The other one that was for Switch. I'm sorry. I, I forgot to write down what console it came for, so I got confused. Uh, but that is the 3ds version, uh, and that comes, like I said, January 19th for the 3ds. Uh, moving on. Holy crap! Uh, this is a new Professor Layton game. It's called uh, Layton's Mystery uh, Journey. That's like the. This guy. There's gonna be like 30 of those fuckers. Uh, it's coming out At October 6th. Point, yes. Yeah, feels like it. October 6th, as well um, as uh, Super Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. So, busy day for uh, the 3DS for that. And this one, I think you play, I think they said you play as Professor Layton's daughter? Yes. Her niece? Daughter, okay, cool. I'm not sure what happened. I, I, I fell out of the Layton games as number two. I like the games, but I just, by the time I jumped into him, there's already four games deep, and I was like, I can't keep up. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on in the story for that wise and his little helper, but uh, now he plays his daughter, so that's a thing um next up i i was shocked this wasn't a thing already but minecraft is coming uh to the 3ds but only the new 3ds so if you have the original 3ds or um, the original 2ds this is you can't play it on there it's actually out now it came out right after the direct um but yeah i thought i could have sworn the thing was already out there uh next up uh top 100 or mario party top 100 i think is what it's called uh it's just a compilation of the 100 greatest uh, 100 best mario party games um Coming out to the uh, the 3DS on November 10th. Uh, I don't think it has any of the boards or anything or any of the actual Mario Party like board game parts. But I think it's just the mini games. Uh, next up, there is a new Ace Attorney game called Apollo Justice. Um, so that's the thing. I, there was no other details. Apollo for Justice
1: is sort of looked like some sort of like a remake from the original Apollo Justice. Personally, that's what it looked like, but I'm not sure.
0: I don't. I don't. I don't know what Apollo Justice is.
1: It's a part of the Ace Attorney games with uh, Phoenix Wright
0: and stuff. Oh! Uh... Okay, so it's kind of a spinoff then. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, next up, uh, then we started getting that was like all pretty much I think the first half was 3ds and then the rest was a switch stuff. Um, next up we had uh Xenoblade Chronicles 2. We got a new trailer for that one, uh, with a lot of detail. I think they spent more on this game than maybe any other game. Uh, oh outside. yeah,
1: no shit. Easily they spent a lot of time covering this, the intricacies of the battle combat, all this other shit. It's like they want people to know about this.
0: Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I I got lost several about midway through this. I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck are talking about anymore. Uh, but the game was cool shit. Um yeah. but it's coming out they got a trailer for that, like I said, a lot of shit ton of details going really inside baseball and some of this stuff. And that game got a, finally got a release date of December first.
1: Uh Dude. A December release. A new game releasing in December. It's just so weird to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I think the I, well, I think the first one uh, for the Wii U came out in like a like a mid December type of release too. Yeah, um, yeah, it did maybe, I think? Yeah, so maybe. It, yeah, so maybe it's, uh, that's probably we're getting a sequel so quickly. I didn't, I really thought this game was going to get delayed into 2018. So uh, barely, it's barely making it in there, but it's going to be in the 2017 game. Uh, next up, they announced uh, there's going to be uh, two new levels for Splatoon. Uh, Splatoon two, uh, one is uh, Kelp Dome. It's one of the one of I think my personal favorites from the first game, uh, and I guess a lot of people's too. So it's getting re-released for Splatoon Two, I believe that's out now. And then they also released a new level called Snapper Canal, uh, and that is also out now. It came out on Friday. Uh, and they announced some, I think there's some new weapons and things coming out too. Uh, and then finally, or not finally, I don't know why I said finally. But also, uh, Sniper Clip Plus. Uh, it is kind of like an add-on to. Um, superclip that came out was a launch title for the for the switch I think it's kind of it almost feels like a forgotten game uh, but it's got 30 new stages you can and you can play the old stages but now you're going to be putting like random body shapes so it used to be just like you were in the shape of like a uh, like a like an eraser, i guess and now they're gonna be like weird shapes so you might be a triangle you might be shaped like uh, in a ball and then you gotta solve those you gotta finish those stages in different shapes so that's kind of cool that's coming out in 10th you can i think that's gonna be standalone so you can buy it separately or you can um, you can purchase it as an add-on for Super Clip. I didn't I don't, I don't didn't see a price like I said, but uh, yeah, you can check it out now. Or right, you can check it out. You can probably find it out there what the price is. But anyways, uh, next up they did a small trailer announcing some not really announcing they uh, this was announced a while ago, but they kind of remind everybody that uh, Rocket League is coming to Switch. No one released it yet. Still said this holiday, but they're having uh, special cars, exclusive cards just for the Switch, where you get uh, one team is going to have a, a Mario. Rocket uh, Car, and the other ones, The other teams are going to have a Luigi Rocket Car, and also there's going to be a uh, Stamus Rocket Car yeah. in the game. So, cool. That's getting their own exclusive stuff. Uh, and, like I said, no release date yet for that. Next up, Skyrim uh, is for the Switch. Finally got a release date, November 17th. Um, nice. So, yeah, if uh, people are excited for Skyrim on the Switch, and you haven't bought it on the other 12 consoles it's been out for, uh, you can buy it on the Switch. So well, basically, if you uh, want to buy 17th. Skyrim
1: on the go, then... Yeah,
0: of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's cool. Um, next up, uh, I missed some shit here on this one, so I really don't know what happened. But they're, they're doing like this Nintendo versus thing with like a bunch of like art, uh, old Nintendo arcade games, like Mario, like the original Mario Brothers. Uh, it's gonna be out September 29th, and I think there's gonna be like a, a balloon fight versus. I I I, I dropped well, the ball on this one. Well,
1: what these games are particularly, these were games that were originally released in the arcade by Nintendo so it's like some of these are like uh, old releases like the original Mario Brothers that was an arcade cabinet and the whole versus series of games like Balloon Fight and uh Super Mario Brothers those were like those were like like limited like uh arcade cabinets that were released back in around the 90s the 80s and 90s and stuff so these games actually have never been emulated or even remotely put on video game consoles before hmm. so that's okay. the whole appeal to it so they're like long lost versions of uh, particular games
0: well, that's cool then. Uh, like I said, I had some uh, weird internet problems at the point, so I, I, I dropped out for like a minute. And I missed a couple things, but I went back and I checked some stuff out. I just forgot to write a couple things down. Um, but next up, uh, that, oh, the Mario Brothers Versus comes out September 29th. Uh, I forgot to mention that part. Uh, the The Square Enix RPG that was, a, that was a, a revealed at uh, the Nintendo Switch re, uh, reveal. Uh, Project Octopath Traveler. Uh, it's going to be a Switch exclusive. Uh, it's from the devs that made uh, Bravely Default, so that's that's good. Uh, there's a demo out now for the game, and they've also got a trailer for it. And that's got a 2018 release where you play. You're actually playing as eight different characters. And you go through like you pick one character at a time, hence the Octopath Path part uh, of the name. Uh, and um, you can be pick the character and each all their own special story. You can go through and you can uh, find the people. That game looks really cool. Um, not my kind of game anymore, uh, unfortunately. But I think that game uh, that game should just be called Final Fantasy to me, because uh, yeah. that's what it looks like. Uh, but like I said, Bravely Default, so good um, background. For those guys um, made a really cool game in Bravely Default, and then the uh, sequel to Bravely Default, I heard, it was excellent as well. Um, next up, maybe the biggest surprise. Actually, no, I'm not, not maybe. Was the biggest surprise I think from this. Uh, 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 Direct, sorry, uh, is that Doom is coming this holiday to the Switch, and Wolf of Science 2 is coming to uh, the Switch in 2018 sometime. <laughs> uh, no other details or releases are um, about Wolf of Science 2 other than that. It did come out later after the Direct that Doom, there's, they're not going to have a snap map where you can create your own maps and share them for people, or own levels and share them with people, and that the, uh, the multiplayer is going to be a separate download, um you have, to, you have to do an actual install on your console for. It's not going to be on the cartridge. So, uh, yeah, I think it's cool. I think like, Doom is a one of the best-looking games from this generation uh, for a game that ran 60 frames per second, came out before the Pro, and all that. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm curious how it's going to run on the Switch. Um, next up, Lola Pops is a new character for uh, ARMS, and she's out now. Uh, and they also announced that there's going to be a new update for arms, where you can actually customize controls. So, one of the biggest complaints from a lot of people about the game is uh, if you're playing with the controllers, is where some of the, where the buttons are at, layout was, and now you can change that. So, that's a thing. Uh, and then Dragon Quest Builders, uh, a game that sold extremely well in Japan, especially, uh, I think last year, is coming out for the Switch sometime in uh, spring 2018. It's like a Dragon Quest game with some Minecraft elements into it. Next up, this is the game we got confused about earlier Kirby Star Allies. Uh, that game, they announced, they revealed it back at E3. Uh, it's coming out in Spring 2018. It's a four-player co-op game. No mention of online. I imagine it's going to have to with the uh, Nintendo Online you have to pay for it here in a little, uh, sometime about that time next year. Um, has King DTD with an 8-pack looking like a, Mo, a Monchamp uh, evolution form. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, no, it's like a short little 45-second uh, trailer for that. Uh, no other details for that. Um, next up, the uh, Guardian Amiibos that they announced for, uh, that come with Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, that had the four different Guardians from the story, um, they got a release date finally for those on November 10th, and they unlock weapons and each have their own personalized helmet you can unlock for uh, Link in the game. Nice. And then next up, the final the last two things is all about Super Mario Odyssey. Got a lot of details about that. They showed up some new uh, areas in the game. And they talked. They showed a little more—not really more powers, but other things, other new characters or new enemies types and things going on in the world. And finally, they announced uh, a Super Mario Odyssey Switch bundle that'll come out with the game uh, on October 27th. Uh, and it comes—it's $380, so it's not really—it's not really a deal, but it's a bundle, which is cool. Uh, it comes with a digital version of Super Mario Odyssey, which is kind of a bummer, actually. Uh, it comes with uh, Mario Red uh, Joy con so there's slightly more red. Uh, they're not neon red like the ones that are out now for the switch. These it's ones the are like red. red. <laughs> yeah, like red like Mario's uh, uh uniform. And then it comes with a case. It um, actually looks like a Cappy, which is kinda cool. And then like I said, it has the console and it has a digital version of the game. Um, oh, that is all the news from the Nintendo Direct. Uh, Gables, what did you th- what what are some of the key things, big things uh, that you liked about it, maybe didn't like about it
1: i love the fact that doom is coming to switch as a matter of fact when that news popped on my screen i'm like i'm fucking buying this for switch i don't <laughs> give a shit i'm buying this for switch oh my god i get to play doom on the go i'm fucking buying this on switch so uh, <laughs> pretty much taken out from this whole this whole press conference not press conference this whole direct in general i love the idea that they're coming out with a mario bundle makes sense Mm-hmm. Package of the game, along with, like, red Joy-Cons and all this other stuff. I really wish that this could have been something that would have led the launch of the Switch, because that would have even been even more crazy. But, uh, well, despite all that, you know, it's like, I loved a lot of little things about this Direct. Going through the whole thing with uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I like that this game is pretty much... In and of itself, looking like it's kind of better in terms of gameplay quality than, say, the original Xenoblade Chronicles on the Wii. I'm not sure if I'm going to pick it up day one. I like that it's releasing around December, so it's by the end of the year. Yep. I also like the fact that it's just Nintendo has not even remotely taken a rest with the Switch at all. They're going with hit after hit after hit. You know, it's amazing just to see how they've progressed in sort of game releases on the Switch and how they've managed to not only incorporate their own first-party stuff, but there are some key third-party games on this system by the end of the year, multiple of which I feel like I want to buy on the Switch, you know, that I did own on the PS4 or at one time. It's like, you got games like Rocket League coming out, Doom coming out. There's WWE 2K18, which, you know what, it may <laughs> it may or may not do well, but at the same time, it's like, I feel currently, this is one of the first times in a long time where I'm playing a Nintendo console during its launch year, and I have so many options in order to play games on that it just blows my mind in a way where it's like, I grew up playing a lot of the older systems, like say for the Super Nintendo, N64, GameCube, so on and so forth, where it just feels really amazing that there's so much choice now just to play on this system, <laughs> now, now, granted, and stuff like that for the 3DS side of things, I think that was all right. You know, I like like Mario and Luigi. Superstar Saga coming out pretty soon. The remake of that. Apollo Justice. You know, that's that was kind of a surprising thing. You know, it's like uh, normally those games don't sell too well in terms of their physical releases. So I'm probably thinking this probably will be like a digital only type of affair. Not too sure whether the game's a remake or not, but as what it looked like, it kind of looks like it's uh, more akin to the original DS release of it. Now, when it comes to, say, some of the other games, like Mario Party, Mario Party, I, I thought initially when they announced it, it would look like, say, another, like, uh, generic, like, a Mario Party game where all this and all that you can do, but it literally sounds like the best mini-games from... It, it literally states the best mini-games from all of the... Mario Party games. It was funny because I showed the trailer to some of the ladies that I work with at uh, at my workplace and stuff. And these uh, these two girls and stuff, like they're watching the these videos. Like, oh, it's, oh, I hope I I hope there's such and such mini game inside this. And all of a sudden, she sees it or the trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I want to fucking buy this. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! But uh... now, when it comes to the Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Footage That was shown Give or take we hardly know anything else about it Since it's initial announcement Other than the fact that hey Sogaleo Lunala looked different Because of this influence by Necrozma We got actual names of the forms Like Necrozma Like Dawn or Necrozma Dusk or whatever the heck But uh, at the same point It shows little bits of details Of how the Alola journey Starting out is sort of a bit different It shows this little, like, uh, like Young Goose or something like that. Just, uh, try to attack the party members or whatsoever. That when you go to pick your Pokemon originally. So, obviously, there's going to be new stuff revealed probably during the next couple weeks. Well, I hope so, because it just mostly looks the same, other than, like, a couple of different types of, uh, character changes, the avatar, a couple of, like, different, uh, Pokemon stuff in regards to the influences. It, it definitely seems like it's going to be a little bit more to it by suggesting like some things that I've seen. But Otherwise, overall, I felt the Nintendo Direct that happened was overly positive and I felt more confident in the next couple months. Hell, even going into the first half of the first couple months of 2018 where it's like I'm going to be consistently buying games for my Switch... And then playing a lot of that content more so than I am like some other systems at the moment. So, if I had yeah. to give it a grade, I pretty much think this was a good solid 8 out of 10. Okay.
0: Cool. Yeah, uh, maybe a little lower. But yeah, I think overall it was a extremely good uh, direct uh, as far as positive goes and news-wise. Uh, you know, obviously, Xenoblade Chronicles. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna talk most about positives and Switch stuff uh, mainly at the beginning here uh, for me. But uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, I'm glad that's you know it's was a really well-reviewed game and uh, there's a big fan base behind it. So I imagine it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be even bigger being on a Switch, especially in Japan where they love handhelds and they love RPGs. Oh yeah, uh, that thing's gonna sell. Maybe not super well here, but in Japan, uh, you know, it's gonna sell crazy good. Oh yeah. Uh, Still to stuff out for the Splatoon 2. I mean, that's something they talked about they're going to do. I'm glad they're it's a couple months out still throwing it out there. Hey, that thing still exists. Uh, Rocket League. I kind of wish there was a release date there for that. I, I kind of want to check it out um, and see how it works out. See if there's an online for it. And, and honestly, the, the, the Rocket exclusive cars look pretty sweet and I kind of want to check it out. That's actually one of the big reasons I want to play it. I know. Uh, um, Skyrim. Not, and, I, and I really no, shouldn't but...
1: be talking either because I pretty much bought rocket league on on like the xbox one and like i got the free download on ps4 so it's like, yeah i've played enough for rocket league but i really want to play it on switch
0: that's one <laughs> yeah that's one of those games where i, I should just buy it on everything it's out for because i feel like i owe them money because I, yep. I got a free version of the game and bought all the dlc out for it um on the ps4 but i feel like i still haven't given them enough money uh, skyrim you know i'm happy if people are interested in that i'm happy for you uh it just this doesn't seem like it's a it's a game that's six years old. Um, and this isn't even the version that came out that was released in PS4 and Xbox One. It's basically just an up-res version of the 361. So it doesn't even come with all the DLC content that came with the PS4 and Xbox One version. Uh, so it's just kind of an up-res version of the original game. So, But you know if you're a person that missed out on it or whatever, um, it's going to be there for you. Um, Doom and Wolf of 2 that's i think that's awesome it's come it comes back it's a, the only thing it sucks though is this, these obviously doom couldn't because it came out before the switch came out but i'm, I'm happy that's that's coming out the only thing it sucks both Sign too is it couldn't come out with the rest with the other consoles the other versions uh feels like maybe this was maybe a late decision or uh maybe just it wasn't gonna be done in time uh kind of thing but uh that's the only thing i know yeah, I'm, I'm bummed out about that part is just going could be i would not that i was gonna buy it for the switch but i feel like it's not gonna it's gonna it's not gonna do it nearly as well coming out, uh, you know, six months to a year later. Oh, definitely in terms of,
1: like, uh, sorry, Tyler, but uh, it also will probably influence, like, uh, say, the pricing of it, too, because I, I kind of wonder, it's like, when Doom is eventually released later on this year, how much is this thing going to cost? Because it's like, you see, for the PS4 and the Xbox One, you can either buy the full retail release of it for, like, maybe 20 or $30 max, so... yeah. So, uh, we're talking about a game that's missing, like, Mat and, like, SnapMaps and stuff like that and downloadable things for, like, uh, online with a Switch, but, but essentially you're just getting the base game for Doom.
0: Um, I, 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 it should be, like, 40 bucks, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's 60 bucks. mainly because people are wanting things to buy on the Switch, uh, and this game is probably gonna sell super well oh, yeah. on the Switch, even for people that maybe already played it before on the, uh, PS4, Xbox One PC. Um, and like I said, it's, it's been on sale several times for 20 bucks. Uh, you can probably find it for under 30 bucks easily right now. Uh, like I said, that thing, uh, everything on, like, I think, uh, Wonder Boy and what's the other game called? Oh, um, Horn. I think is what it's called. Okay. Those two games, uh, are both slightly older games. Wonder Boy is not, but Horn is, uh, uh, it's been on for I think, a couple of years now. And I think Horn has been on everything from, uh, tablets to iphones to androids steam xbox one uh ps4 and steam and they said they came out and said that that game was sold more on the switch than everything else combined wow so and same with wonder boy that game i think came out um i think if i'm thinking of the right game came out uh probably four months ago or so on steam ps4 and xbox one uh pretty much everything as well and same thing with that, where it sold more on the Switch than everything else combined. So, either of these games didn't do shit on the other things, which I don't think is true, especially Oceanhorn Oceanhorn uh, being, getting up, uh, re-released for the Switch. Uh, that means people are buying these things like crazy. Like, even that Street Fighter, the, the shitty Street Fighter port that came out has sold nearly a million copies on the Switch. Yeah, uh, it's been
1: really successful, too, which surprises me.
0: <laughs> yeah, that game did not come out to rave reviews for Street Fighter fans. Uh, so people want to buy stuff for the switch um even older games so a game like doom that's one of the best games of last year they won the best games in years um i wouldn't be surprised with 60 bucks shouldn't be but i wouldn't be surprised uh you know arms i'm happy they're still supporting that that's a game i really need to get back into i just i just have not i want to but there's so much other shit coming out that i want to play uh curvy star allies i've never been a Kirby guy i've never like i'm never. i can't say i dislike their games I know they're well-made games, but I've just never really played one. i of maybe a couple of games of Super Nintendo. Uh, so I feel like I've missed pretty much that entire franchise, and I think this year or next year is the 25th anniversary of it. Uh, I've never really given it a fair shake. So I'm actually excited for this game. It looked really fun, uh, Kirby yeah, Star Allies, uh, especially being a four-player co-op. Like I said, I hope it's online. It should be because um, I'd love it if, like, I know this is a game that you and Justin are probably going to pick up Probably. make fun if we can hop on online. And fucking play through this game together. Um, oh,
1: that would be fun, shit,
0: dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know this game being built for co-op, people feel like a game that should be played that way. Um, anyway, I, I, the one thing that came out of it that I did not like switch-wise is that the biggest thing I didn't like is, um, and I really don't dislike a lot, and they're small nitpicky things, but um, the one thing I really dislike is they didn't have a release date for the Zelda Breath of Wild Champion of Champions Ballad or Ballad, Ballad Champions—I can't remember what it's called—the second DLC for uh, Zelda: Breath of the Wild.
1: You know, I completely forgot about that too.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought when they showed off, the, they started talking about the Guardian amiibo. I thought, oh shit, they're going to talk—they're going to talk about the DLC, and they didn't talk about it at all. So it makes me wonder if that game—they actually going to come out this year? Maybe they're going to do something special for it. Or this can come out in the press note later on. Uh, I was a little bummed, but it also makes me wonder that maybe November 10th might be the release date for it. Uh, possibly. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. with it. The Amiibo are coming out for that, that day, and then Nintendo loves to release games with the Amiibo uh, or release Amiibo around the time of big games coming out. And there's nothing coming out November 10th that I know of, small or big, so that makes sense for that. And Super Mario Odyssey for the final for the Switch stuff, uh, that's a game that I'm sold on. I think everybody that saw that uh, that has a Switch or that oh, wants no a Switch uh, was sold on when they showed it off at E3, uh, took E3 by storm um so I, I you can just stop showing shit for that game for me personally uh because you've already got my money um uh, but com kind of going into like the 3ds stuff uh the things i'm i wasn't really interested in pokemon ultra sun and moon i think is still like crazy it should be a 3ds game but yep. everything else uh especially like uh that mario party top 100 uh i'm not arguing that that shouldn't be on 3ds but everything they talked about 3ds wise should be on the switch as well
1: i kind of agree with you under during that point now the only thing I would argue against though is because for the game like Mario Party and stuff, it's it's not like a full fledged actual like Marty Mario Party game per se. It doesn't sound like there's like uh game boards or this or that or something like that. It's just a compilation of mini games that should like uh well, that should just be like more or less like sort of a portable experience, like say for 3DS, but I would love to see something of the sort come on Switch. I mean hell. At this point and stuff, we've had the 3DS for so long that we should be having more of this stuff on the Switch because it's a portable too.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm coming to on this. Whereas, like, this is like going from Mario Party one through ten, so it's not like this stuff can't be made on the Switch. And I imagine some of the maybe a couple of the Mario Parties that are on the Wii uh, may, might not be able... a lot of those games probably won't be able to be on the 3DS because they use the Wiimote functions well those games could probably be on the switch because they have the joy cons um so unless you're going to do their own separate version uh it doesn't really make sense not to have it especially especially a game like mario luigi superstar saga uh that's a re-release of a game boy Advance game uh there's no touch stuff to it that i know of uh or even if there was you could play on the switch um still um yeah just doesn't make sense to me that some of this that most of the stuff isn't i understand you don't want to do pokemon Ultra Sun and moon ultra moon because you want people to be foaming at the mouth still like they have been for 20 years, um, for finally getting a console one when the console one finally does come in a couple of years. Uh, but yeah, that, that's kind of my, main, my biggest complaints is just that they're, there's, they're, they're leaving a lot of money on the table and that's kind of, those MO sometimes really actually is leaving money on the table. Um, but yeah, overall, if I was going to give it like a rating like you, maybe like a, like 7.5, yeah. uh, just, Going back to like, mainly because of the 3DS stuff, could you could have done a better job with that as far as putting on Switch. And that's my biggest come out, come outside of it. But overall, extremely positive. Liked everything I talked about. Uh, I think all those things are going to do really well. Uh, some of those 3DS games actually make me want to turn my 3DS on again. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's overall, just really
1: surprising. I think yeah. one of the other, like, uh, one of the other tidbits about the Nintendo Direct and stuff that kind of, now that I think about it, sort of, sort of like kind of shocked me in a sort of a way it's like the 3ds is going to be supported well into 2018 which yeah wow okay
0: yeah uh, it makes sense i guess i mean i thought this would be the kind of the swan song for but when they released the 2ds xl this past summer they kind of have to in a way they're still Uh,
1: releasing bundles for the 3ds by the end of this year too
0: yeah they got they're they're still releasing models they have an orange one they have a pokemon pokeball one uh, yeah. Japan's getting their own colors. And they're
1: colors. not 3DSs; they're actual like 2DS XLs.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So there you go. So I mean, they're obviously. I mean, it makes sense because those things. There's like 60 or 70 million of those out in the, out in the wild. So I, I'm not. I, I understand 100% why they're still releasing games for it. I guess a lot of those games should be, especially a game like uh, Pokemon Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Really, a lot of these other games coming out that don't even have 3D on them anymore it doesn't make sense not to put those on the Switch. Um but yeah, really good, really good week for news wise. A lot of good, good stuff coming out in the horizon. Uh, this gonna be even crazier uh, last stretch of the uh, year uh, than we already thought. With Nintendo releasing a bunch of stuff, and already got some stuff coming out early next year. So it's gonna be a, probably be a crazy year next year as well. Um, but let's What's going? Jump into what we've been playing. Uh, All right. A lot, of, a lot of new games still coming out. We're in that time of the year where uh, stuff's coming out all the time. Uh, so, Gabe, was you talked about, you picked up a couple games last week, and you sure. playing a couple other games. So, uh, why don't you talk about them?
1: I picked up a couple games last week. I downloaded, I actually bought and downloaded both Undertale and Windjammers. Ooh! So, let's cut the meat to the meat and the potatoes right here. I got a chance to play through Windjammers, and my God, this game is pretty fun. Not only is it really easy to pick up and play, but it's absolutely addicting. You want to pick up this, and you definitely just want to go and just play a few rounds like, man, just one more game, one more game, one more game, you know, that type of mentality. At the current level right now, I have played through the entirety of the arcade with easy mode. I've been trying my best to try to play through it on the regular difficulty settings, and oh my god, the fucking thing is difficult just to play through on the medium settings, because the thing about wind jammers in and of itself, it starts out as sort of like an easy sort of pick-up-the-play sort of game. You may score a couple goals and stuff, but how you structure and how you use some of the movements, some of the skills and stuff, you can totally, literally get your ass kicked, because you have to really double down on what type of strategy you want to do. Do you want to just go through and randomly bounce like the ball against the walls and stuff like that. Do little bits of like ricocheting here and there. So before I go into anything really deep about the game, let me just say this. jammers is a game, a really highly competitive game, where it's structured. Where you basically have yourself and your opponent facing each other in this flying disc game. So basically how you score goals or points in this game is uh, you have to somehow either... Do these various little techniques, either bouncing the disc off of like these walls and stuff that'll ricochet to and from. You could either like uh, press particular marks where you can actually fling the disc and stuff to where the opponent has to try to either catch it or somehow like maneuver himself so they can uh, capture this disc. Because if they drop the disc, it's automatically like two points for uh, the other person. So those little intricacies, like uh, compiled on how fun the gameplay is in of itself it just makes it a little bit more like engaging to go through at one point at one point you know i was going through and uh, i was down literally to my last uh, couple points because you know how the game keeps track of points is once you can actually score different points depending upon what sides of the goal you uh get the disc in like for example there may be a map or some where the opponent's goal is separated into three little quadrants where the edges are like five points, and the middle one's like three points, and so basically, it's sort of a battle to twelve points. So, the first person to get twelve wins the set, but it's the best out of three. You know, so you have to win two sets in a row, and in, in order to uh, move on to the next uh, game. So, like I said before, I keep going through wind jammers, and I get to a specific point where. I feel like I'm having like a great game and all this this and that and stuff, and somehow my opponent does some kind of bullshit sort of move where it's like they go, and you think they're going to be scoring like a goal like uh, through the regular means, but somehow it just manages to uh, slip right past you at the last moment. So another thing these characters can do, they can perform these random specials, So they can build up a little bit of their meter and stuff, and they can release these crazy-ass little, like, uh, finishing moves or something like that. I've managed to win a game doing something like that, but, uh... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's been really fun and stuff in terms of uh, enjoyment. I can play it either on the PS4 or the Vita. I've played a little bit on both, and I gotta admit, though, just playing this game on the go, it can be really... It can be really, like, uh interesting because because of how small like especially like how the Vita screen is and stuff it's kind of harder for me to keep track of uh, the flying discs and stuff like that as opposed to playing on my TV but uh, it's not a bad port I mean no the Vita port actually is pretty competent it has a lot of like uh, it has some pros to it you know other than like the vivid colors in the screen and like like uh, easier to control button layout and stuff but uh yeah that's that's one game the other game i had a chance to play which uh, i played a lot of during last night and i kind of feel i don't know what to make of the game and that game is called how to feel a boyfriend
0: oh yes
1: it it was one of the playstation Uh. free to play games that released earlier on this month of uh yeah early on for this month So, basically what the game is, is a visual novel type of game. Fuck yeah. Where you choose your own paths, you choose your own separate types of paths, like in terms of pretty much selecting who you want to go out with, or something like that. So, the protagonist, you know, you play as the role of like a female student, having to convince these male, (laughs) these male birds and stuff, you're a human female who attends this academy, Full of these uh, birds, these different types of birds and stuff like that that are modeled after these little like anime sort of like guys and stuff like that. It actually gives you the option of whether or not you want to see their uh, human counterpart, counterpart models, or uh,
0: like, yeah, <laughs> or their
1: bird models.
0: Yeah. And what's
1: what's shockingly hilarious about the game too? It's like they'll show you the fucking bird models anyway, and it, it's <laughs> it's it's just so fucking random to where. There's that one point where you're, towards the beginning of the game and stuff, it just shows random clips of these, like, these pigeons and stuff, like, feasting inside breadcrumbs on the fucking, like, in the middle of a park, or, like, there is this one character who acts as a track teacher, like, a track teacher, pretty much, right? And, basically, he absolutely does not like chocolate, and, uh, oh my god, there's this one, there's this one, like, cutscene that I remember vividly where... He is basically inside of his office and stuff like that. You enter into his office, right? And there's this cut little scene. It's like, what are all these... It's basically, he has all these supplements and beans on the ground. And uh, you have an option to join him in eating all these fucking beans off the ground. Instead of this thing. It's like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, of course I'm going to go ahead and join him while eating these fucking beans. So it's like... Of course. <laughs> well, of course, of course. And I don't know how I did this... But, out of the 13, 14-so endings that you can get... and Yeah, this is one of those games where you can actually go and replay back if you choose to. There are 14 different endings to this game, depending on your choices. (laughs) Game of the Year. But, uh, what's most hilarious, out of the whole endings that I end up getting... I end up choosing the one that, uh leads to a, a female pigeon. (laughs) Nice. Out of all the endings. So basically, I pretty much choose, uh, I chose the option or something like that to befriend this, this girl, like, uh, who's basically a finch right? This finch, female finch bird yeah. or something like that. It has her own biker gang or something like that. Or,
0: Ooh, back oh girl.
1: my god. And the ending is like you, you two create like this all like girl gang or something like that shit and all of a sudden the, the credits start the rolls like, was that it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> how, how long is this game?
1: Um, I kid you not, it took me about an hour to play through.
0: <laughs> oh god, okay I'm going to play this game now. I'm gonna take time out of my schedule. And play this I game.
1: implore you, Tyler. If you like jazz punk and how crazy and random that is, try playing this game. I literally felt like I was going insane playing this fucking game for the first time. It's like it made me laugh out loud a few times because of how ridiculously <laughs> stupid it was. It really reminded me the first time that I played Ghost Simulator and how much I was in love of playing oh, that shit. game because it was so stupid and there was so many crazy shit you could do just to just to basically mess shit up and stuff. Oh, oh my man. God! It in and of itself, man. I could play it. I haven't tried it on the Vita. I may want to try it on the Vita. <laughs> but this is definitely a game you have to try out for yourself. This is oh. it. Oh, yeah, words don't do it justice, dude. It it it'll you'll definitely get a like a different ending to me. I guarantee you, you probably will get a different ending to me. <laughs> you
0: you had my it, you had you you had my attention, but now. <laughs> When you when you mention pigeons and uh, boyfriends and all that shit. But then you mentioned jazz punk. Now I'm intrigued. So. Well, that's
1: the thing. It's sort of... When I mean it's sort of similar to jazz punk, it's like anything can fucking happen inside this game. In terms of, like, what type of cutscenes. Like, one minute you could, like, be going to get a part-time job or something. Where you're talking to this fucking pigeon or something like that. And like... And then another time, it's like, you're at school or something like that, and you're trying to uh, do these fucking, like, seminar tests and stuff, and all these, the the teachers and the students are sleeping right in the middle of the class, and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> all oh, these man. random bird students are just, like, they're trying to do math or something, and all of a sudden they start falling asleep.
0: <laughs> I just, oh, man, I kind of just want to play jazz punk again.
1: I know. I will say that this is probably one of the most bizarre games I have played in recent years. And for that reason alone, I would honestly suggest whoever has PlayStation Plus just to give it a try. If if not, just play through it once. Get the ending or some that you get. Because even if you spend an hour on this game, I think it's well worth just the the experience of just try it once.
0: I'm willing to try anything once. No matter how painful or... Shaming it could be.
1: Oh, my God. So, the last game that I've played, and, uh, if you haven't figured it out right now, yes, I'm still playing Pokemon Platinum. Yay! I am nearly 21 hours into the game, and, uh, let's see, I've gotten, I believe, six badges now. I am at this, uh, I'm at this Iron Hill, this Iron Cave or something like that, Iron Hill Cave, that's off of, like, uh, Past the sixth gem leader and stuff, I'm basically past the point where I've defeated Team Galactic members inside the various the two of the three various lakes and stuff, and now I have to uh navigate this cave off of uh Kunalide City, I think it's called. I'm not really for sure because I kinda mix the pronunciation with the town a little bit. But uh, anyway, my team members. I finally evolved my starter into its final evolution, so I got myself an Infernape, and I love the fact that I have a fire monkey. <laughs> it's just like a flaming chimpanzee, and I just love the. I just love it. Then I, of course, have my bell, my psychic steel type bell creature. I call Brawn. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like off a of braun Strowman or something like that because the dude is fucking hulky and stuff but yeah, nice. he can tear up shit like no one's business
0: monster among men
1: oh of course and of course i decided to add two other pokemon to my party i decided to capture a starly right and i evolved it fully into like staravia and now i have a star raptor which this star raptor It's still considered normal flying, but it learns a fighting-type move called Close Combat, which is quintessentially like a 120-power move that lowers both your defense and special defense. So it's like, you know what? Why not? (laughs) I had them on my first playthrough of Pokémon Diamond. I might as well do it right now. The other Pokémon I got is a Rosalia. Now, Rosalia is sort of like a a Grass Poison type from the Generation 3 Pokémon games. But I always wanted to try to evolve it into a Rosa Raid because that thing looks so fucking badass. Because it's like attacking with fucking flower petals and all this other shit. And let's see. my last, Obviously, the last team member that I have is my Gastrodon, which, uh. Which, uh, you know what? I've taught it surf, I've done this. I'm currently playing this specific type of mini game this this like a casino mini game inside of like one of the cities to where i'm trying to earn enough coins in order to buy the tm for ice beam (laughs) because i want to give it to my gastrodon so it can at least have an ice attack so when i do finally go through the elite four and champion i can at least take out some dragons (laughs) oh my gosh but other than that the main thing I'm getting out of my playthrough currently with Pokemon Diamond is I cannot believe how long it's taken me just to get through parts of the main game. I play games like say Red and Blue, or like even most recently with uh, Sun and Moon. It didn't take me nearly as long to go through to get to like say you know six gym leaders through, or like not just like, gym leaders, but like just get through more than like half the game at that point, you know, but, uh, yeah, it is what it is, I feel like I'm on track where I'm going to be able to beat it before next week, so, at least that's to keep in mind.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, you're getting your body ready for, uh, Pokemon Gold and Silver coming out, oh, I'm actually, God. part of me's kind of getting a little hyped for, uh, for those games, dude, might, might go if back you play...
1: do, seriously, Come Tyler... On. If you do decide to get gold and silver, seriously, ask me for advice.
0: <laughs> oh, I will. And, yeah, I wish it, I wish they came out with a diamond one because that's the one I would get. Like I got yellow last year. Yes. Uh, but uh, I'm, so if I get one, I, I got to pick. I, I mainly played gold last time, the first time. Uh, but
1: oh, you know what? That's that's just something that's really surprising
0: too. I mean, why hasn't Pokemon
1: Crystal come out? You know, oh, Crystal not Diamond. I'm sorry. Dude, Pokemon Crystal would have made a lot of sense. It'd be like the yellow version, you know? It's like yeah. red, blue, and yellow, all released simultaneously. Gold and silver releases, but no Crystal. Hey, I mean, come on.
0: Leave money on the table. Come on, Nintendo. People would buy all three. Um, yeah, I know. I'd, I would get the Crystal version if they did. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm glad you're getting ready for that. I oh, uh, yeah. uh, had a full boyfriend, or hateful boyfriend, whatever it's called. Uh, my, my, mon- my Sunday morning is set uh, before football starts. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyways, uh, I'm going to jump in while we're playing now. Uh, you're done, right? I'm sorry. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. All right, cool. I have forgot to ask. Uh, I felt rude. But anyways, I've been playing, uh, playing one game this week. But there's one yeah. game that's been on my things that I've been playing this week on the show notes for a couple weeks now. And I just, other things have gotten in the way. Uh, and I just haven't got to it. And I want to get to it. I'm going to get to it now. Before I yeah. uh, forget about it completely, uh, I played a game. I talked about it a couple weeks ago. I played it uh, when uh, almost the entirety of this game uh, in one sitting uh, when the power went out at my house. Uh, it's called Phantom Trigger. It's a game that's on the Switch now. Was it fifteen bucks? I want to say. Um, I don't know if it's. I don't think it's on anything else. I haven't seen anything else. Uh, maybe, maybe yeah. probably Steam, but it's not on uh, PS4, or Xbox One. Uh, it is a top-down, uh, hack and slash s type of game with some Dark Souls elements to it. With some uh, 16-bitish style, with some pretty jamming music. Uh, stop me if you heard this movie before. It's basically Hyper Light Drifter, uh, right. almost, almost exactly, almost to a T. Uh, basically, the main character, uh, the slight difference. So, and the Hyper Light Drifter, people don't remember. You're a uh, player's character, hack and slash, Dark Souls-esque, top down, um, kind of 16-bitish graphics with some jamming uh, fucking tunes. Um, and your character is dying, you don't really, I don't want to tell you in the story, but he's dying, he has a disease, he's trying to stop. Basically yeah. do something good before he dies. Uh, and Phantom Trigger, it's basically almost almost literally the exact same thing. Where this one the only difference is is that uh, this character you play as, he has in in the in like the real world, he's uh, I'm assuming he has cancer. And but in his head and all these medications he's on, he's built like this world in his head. Yeah. Um, and he's going into this world. There's all these weird characters in there. And, like, his wife is in there as a different character. And there's, I think there's five levels in this game. Four or five. And going through it, like I said, it's hack slash. Uh, fairly difficult. Like, uh, the, the, the actual normal difficulty level they set you on is hard. I bumped down to normal because I was getting my ass whooped. Um, but you have uh, three weapons. Um, you have uh, a sword. You have like this weird fist thing that kind of comes out. It's kind of like your long distance one, but it's not really long distance.
1: Right. And
0: then you have, I think it's, I, think it's a, I believe it's a whip and you can like level up each one. The more you, you level them up as you use them. So, uh, and I actually maxed out all three of them and I don't really know if I like what it did. Cause I don't feel like, um, they were more powerful. Like I didn't see the, like you see like the damage they do as it hit them. Right. And I n- never saw that go up. So I don't really know what to do when you level them up, but right. there's like sides that you can find. But not really too much to say about it other than I think it's actually a really good game. It's really fun, especially if you're looking for something playing your Switch. Um, this is a game I think you should probably pick up, and especially if you love Hyper Drifter. Don't expect Hyper Drifter. This is not that, uh, as far as quality goes. Like Hyper Drifter, it's tough for me to say, because that's legit one of my favorite games of all time. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so one is of my, the one, called one more time? Uh, it's called Phantom Trigger.
1: Oh, Phantom Trigger, okay.
0: Yes, uh, like I said, on the Switch and PC. Uh, I don't, I don't know if it's coming to anything else later, or maybe it's out now or it's just got buried. Um, but yeah, fifteen bucks. Uh, really fun game. Really kind of interesting story. Um, jumping back and forth, and the world, the way it looks, all that. It's the way the way it's built. Like I'm knocking it because it's basically copying Hyperlight Drifter, but it's a really good clone of Hyperlight Drifter. So I'm not gonna complain too much about it because. I fucking love Hyplight Drifter, so I'm happy that we're getting something. If we're never gonna get a sequel to that game, um, this is a, I'm okay with getting uh, close to versions of that game. Um, so, knocking a little bit, but still a really good game overall. I think people should pick up and play, um, or at least look look some shit up on it. Look at the tra- there's a trailer on the, on the Switch for it. There's trailers on the YouTube for it. Um, you can watch some gameplay stuff of it. Fun game. Uh, but the other game i played, playing, I talked about last week. Um, I always only. An hour or so in at that point, I have put, since then, probably 15 hours or so into Destiny 2. Uh,
1: Ah, yes.
0: So, we have, over the course of this show, probably talked about Destiny more than anything else. Maybe Pokemon. Other than that, Pokemon. Maybe. Uh, Top two or three games talked about. Destiny 2. Destiny 1. Sorry. Uh, And it's been... uh, We've had people defend it. Jake... Uh, people bash it, me, uh, and other things as well. Uh, but, um, <laughs> overall we talked about like Destiny one was a fine game, blah, blah, blah. I've heard it all before. A lot of problems with content yep. and the world just wasn't interesting and all that shit. Uh, and the story wasn't either. This game, not going to say the story is going to blow anybody away, but there's a story. There's a reason to hate these people. Uh, there's, you kind of have a, a reason to do the things you're doing. um, but the gameplay still great, fun. Uh, but the biggest improvements of this game, and I, the reason I can't quit playing this game, is just how well sh- everything is streamlined. Like the biggest issues with the last game, and I talked a little bit last week, was that um, like you wanted to go anywhere, like you wanted, to, like you want to do anything. You like even say you're on Earth, you're in the first planet, and I wanted to do this story mission. Uh, I'd have to go back to like space. And go to a loading screen, go back to space, pick I want to do that mission, go then wait through a loading screen and like a whole setup for the story to get do that replay that story mode. Even though I was already on Earth, I gotta go back to space to pick that and go back to Earth to do that story mission. Um, in this game, you don't do any of that. You can like you just pull up the map like you can do in any other game. i not really wanna I don't wanna like give it too much credit because this is something that every other game's ever done that comes out open world wise does already. Uh, but it's nice that you can go in now and like you're you're on the you're on uh, I O you're on Nessus or um, Titan or uh, right. European Dead Zone any of those four new areas and you can just like I'm in the world it's like oh there's like there's the main story and then there's like some side stuff you can do there's um, events public events going on you just click on it and you can track it and you can walk to it and you can prompt it to, to open up. Um, which is really cool. And now, now that the actual, there's no more patrol missions, like the patrol missions are gone. Now they're just like side missions and the side missions actually are not like 10 second bullshit missions. Like the patrol was, Well, this is kind of replaced patrol missions, but those were like, go here, kill 20 enemies and you're done. And this one actually, all this, a lot of side missions I've done so far are actually like, there's some story behind it. There's a reason why you're doing it. Uh, there is actually some depth to it a little bit. That's actually really cool as far as like there's whole there's layers to the, the side missions. Um, so they all they're not they're obviously they're not nearly as big as the story missions are um, time wise and just overall scope. But they're all unique in their own way, which I like quite a bit. Like this game is like it does have that kind of that one more mission uh, uh, mentality to me for it where it's like, all right, that was fun. It's like in these side missions, usually twenty minutes or so, maybe thirty. And the the story missions are usually longer. Um, But it's like, ah, okay, I'll do one more. "Mm, That was fun. (laughs) I can do one more. Um, And that's how it's getting me. I'm already like, so I'm on. I even got to the fourth area yet, and I'm already level seventeen. The the cap is twenty, and I feel like I'm not hitting like that that wall like it was in the first game where it's like. All right, I'm gonna get the, I'm almost at level 20, and then you get to level 20, and it's like, well, they got that bullshit level up system with the light to get to yeah. level 21 to get 21 to 30. Um, now you're leveling up at a decent pace, but also once you get to level 20, um, I'm talking to people and just listening to people and reading online about it, it is like, like now you have like, so they had the light in the first game, which is like, would take your, like, would kind of even out your score based off like the armor you're wearing, the weapons you have, and all that, the power you have of it. Now this game, they turn the light and it's just called Power Now, which makes sense because that's basically what it was. And it's called Power Now and I'm constantly leveling that up. So it's like a a next level to leveling up and it's not so much grindy bullshit to get that stuff. Like I'm constantly, every time I do something, um, going through like a wave of enemies, not even doing a mission, just going through a wave of enemies I'm finding uh, armor or weapons and I'm able, I'm finding good stuff Uh, on top of that that's useful and I'm not just selling right away for cash. Um, so it's just that there's constant pro- progression that the first game didn't have. And this, like the characters of the game, uh, aren't going to set the world on fire, but they're fun. Nathan Fillion is amazing as always. I love Nathan Fillion. I would played that man for free right now if he was in front of me. Uh, long live Firefly, but he's great in that game. Uh, it's fun. <laughs> he's funny. Like some of the characters are whatever, but they're entertaining to a point at least where the other game is. Everybody felt like they were like it was almost like the first read of the game of the, the script where it's like, all right, so now I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Like now it feels like they almost like rehearsed their lines and they they uh, give a little attention to it and they gave them more lines. Like every there's actually there's actually several cutscenes in this game so far, and I didn't, I'm i probably I'm probably fairly close to finishing the game. Probably maybe three fourths just based off feel of how the game's going. Um, but I'm doing all the side quests before I leave an area, uh, and I'm you know I, I, there's like story missions. I'm, i I'll actually do I'll do the side missions before I go to the next story mission. Like this game is just fun to play. Like and that like the, the first game like the gameplay mechanics were fine, but they weren't fun. Like no. there was no issue. I couldn't find any issues with the gameplay portion of it. Like all of it was well made. It just wasn't fun. And this game is fun. And they they I don't know like there's so many like little things that was wrong with Destiny 1, that just made the game not fun, they fixed them, and they added on to it, and they built upon nice. it, uh, and it's just, man, it's so good, like this is what Destiny 1 should have been, and it sucks that, I mean, sometimes you have the games, there's like, it's like Assassin's Creed 1 and 2, and it feels like this is the thing, but just on a much bigger scale, um, but yeah, Destiny 2 is, it's just, it's awesome, it's great, and I hope people um, that might have gave up on the game, um, after the first one, or played Vanilla Destiny, didn't like it, or, um, or maybe you play Taken King and you really like that. Like, there's just more Taken King. Like, they built upon that really more than anything. Oh. And they just, like, here you go. Here's more Taken King. Uh, just on a bigger scale. And that's what this is. And it's fucking just a home run to me so far. Uh, I, I'm with, like I said, I'm going to level 20. But the overall, overall progress, progression of everything uh, feels so much better uh, than the first game. And I know what I'm doing now. And I know why I'm doing the things I'm doing. It's just overall, and like I'm raving about this game, and I'm, I'm repeating myself, I know, but man, this game is just so good, and I'm really liking this, and I'm happy that Destiny Two is just—it's a fun game. Destiny is fun, guys, and it's awesome. Uh, So yeah, um, I really don't have much more to say about it other than rambling and raving more. They already have been, but yeah, it's fucking awesome, guys. Uh, I fucking love that. I can't, I just can't quit playing it. Like, I'm actually, there's very few games that made me upset to be be recording or podcasting, and this is one of those games. Like, (laughs) there's only been maybe a half dozen in the four plus years of doing the show where it's like, fuck, I'd rather be playing this than recording, and this is kind of happening right now. It's crazy to me. I don't know. It's fun. Like, it's great. I'm loving that. Uh, so, and I mean, I like, I played for like an hour last night for the first time with somebody else. Uh, Kevin from uh talking ship. He yeah. jumped on my game and I played with him for like an hour. Other than that, I'm playing this game entirely solo and I'm enjoying this game. So oh. I can't even imagine how fun this game is. You're playing with, through it with friends. Uh, so yeah. Awesome game. Check it out. Uh, you have to, it's one of those games you have to play to me in this generation. I mean, obviously if you don't like 1st person shoes or whatever, but uh, it's just one of those big games like big it's one of those big games uh, like has that big game feel to it uh, that I feel like it's been really lacking and uh, towards this, you know a couple of years in like uh, this generation where, um, where it's like everybody should play this game it's a really good game everybody should check it out. it's not like call of duty one of those that commercially whatever gang game games it just has that feel to it I don't know how to describe it but it has that rough. feel to it that uh, this feels like an event. That something we've been missing this generation, Uh, like almost like back in the day when the Halo or when the Call of Duty back in the heyday would come out. It's like, like it's taken the world by storm, uh, gaming world by storm, and it's living up to the hype that the original Destiny had. So yeah, once again, sorry for the rambling, but this game is excellent and I feel like it deserved it. Um, So yeah, check out Destiny Two if you haven't already. Um, Two big thumbs up for me. But anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I have to pee so fucking bad. It's not even funny. Uh, it, we, after the fan, I, I realized I didn't pee uh, before we started recording about five minutes in. I'm like, I made a huge mistake. Here we are an hour <laughs> and a half later. I still peed, and it's been a terrible mistake. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, we have a Facebook uh, page and group. It is Drunk Nerds Podcast. Like and join us on there. On Twitter, we are at DrunkNerdsPod.com. Follow us on there. Uh, two places to go really well if you want to know when the show comes out and go check out the places where the shows go up on. Speaking of, iTunes. We're on there. Uh, so subscribe to us on there. Leave us a five-star review. Leave us a nice little comment. Uh, let me know if you did. You can go to our Facebook page, actually, and send us a message and talk to us now. I set that up. I didn't know, I didn't know you had to set that up, but I set it up now. <laughs> Sorry. I'm rambling. I'm talking really fast. got the P really fucking bad. Um But anyways, send us a message on there. If you send us a review, I'll find you if you're in a different country outside the United States. Uh, On YouTube, we are Drunk Nerds Podcast. Subscribe to us on there. Like our shows up there. Podcast goes up there as well. On top of anything we stream, goes up on there as well. And on Twitch. I almost forgot about you, Twitch. Uh, twitch Twitch.tv. Check us on there. Drunk Nerds Podcast as well follow us on there send us friend request we like friends friends you're friends you're just your friend I like you love you uh, send us a friend request anyways I've been your host I'm Tyler and
1: I have been Colonel Gables so until next week everyone toodle bye
0: my bladder just exploded love you guys bye <laughs> oh god I'm gonna go pee now